0: Hello, welcome to Tech Type Podcasts, episode one, the official first episode. My name's Simeon. Hey, it's Ben. I'm Dale. So getting started, first story uh, of, uh, of the week. Uh, have you guys heard about the new Apple and Google partnership uh, where they're trying to, uh, because of COVID-19, it's, uh, they're bringing out some new software uh, in order to just try and prevent COVID-19 from happening? So they are basing off contact tracing, which in the health industry is where you find someone who's infected and you uh, sit down with them and work out every single person they've been in contact with. And then from there, you go and find these people, bring them in and then get everyone into isolation. So it's a way of slowing down and stopping uh, the spread of a disease That's um, if it's happening quite quickly. So basically Apple and Google are trying to uh, do this using some low-level Bluetooth. Uh, so it works out. Um, people who log that they have coronavirus, it will work out every phone that has come in contact with them uh, because every time you get near someone, your Bluetooth pings off them and it, your phone keeps a list of that. So it's pretty interesting. So they they'll, they'll pushing this out in the next few months, they're hoping. Um, uh, and this will be to every iPhone and every Android because um, obviously Google and Apple working together. Uh, and it sort of shows like you know the severity of of coronavirus because you know, these companies aren 't used to really working together they sort of have butted heads along uh, for a long time, and sort of you know the fact that they 're coming together to work um, to get this tool off the ground is quite amazing so we <clears throat> they think at the moment it will be built straight in it will built straight to the operating system and they 're thinking it'll probably uh, be built into the maps your maps um, uh, app either on apple or or an android phone uh and so you'll basically have to opt in at the moment it won't be a forced um forced upon you it will be an opt-in system as well as they're going to have to get um people to register themselves um so they'll have to get governments to sign up health health programs uh, in order to keep track of who's actually got it and knowing which phone to sort of start it from uh, so, you know, s- privacy be part of this, um, uh, which is a bit scary. Uh, so, you know, it's just sort of tracking, you know, everyone's kind of, we think there might be tracking already. We don't, you know, it's a bit of this whole, are uh, you being tracked? Are you not you're being tracked by who? Who's tracking you? Who's not? Uh, but this is, you know, confirmed. Absolutely. They're going to be tracking us uh, at low level. So the Bluetooth codes are going to be scrambled. Uh, so you won't be able to determine who it came from, just that your phone has been near someone who's had it. Uh, So both CEOs of both companies have come out and said that security and privacy are a a big priority on this Uh, as well as Donald Trump uh, has said that his um, staff, his cabinet is going to be looking at looking into this app. And he um, said that it's very new technology and very interesting uh, and the people, but people might be um, scared for their personal freedom. So that's, uh, you know, his take on it. But, uh, yeah, what do you guys reckon about the new story of the week? I don't even know where to begin.
1: <laughs> um, so, there's, a, there's a lot of angles going on with it. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So this is something that Google's obviously pretty good at and has been doing for a long time. Um, they've, essentially built their whole <laughs> <laughs> they've essentially built their whole – They've essentially built their whole – their whole business off is tracking and essentially knowing and almost being able to predict what people and how people are interacting with the world around them. So how is this any different to, say, me going on my Android phone and looking at where the history, where I've been? Yeah, and
0: and, and you know, and live traffic data. You know, they're they're keeping a a track of our live traffic data all times, you know. I guess it's just that it's on a... it's out in the open, I guess now, like everyone knows what well, everyone should know that, uh, if they have a, you know, that turned on that Google's looking at them to, to get traffic data. But I guess it's just that because it's around this a big pandemic, it's like all out in the open. They've come out and said that they're going to be tracking us. They've kind of in the past sort of trying to hide it a little bit. Um, yeah, more so than now. So. Yeah.
2: it's sort of a very political, um, sort of thing to talk about i guess but it's sort of dipping into your personal freedoms a lot like what what are you going to be you know how are people going to be thinking about it it's automatically built into the phone to the into the os
0: so uh, apparently it'll still now. be an, an opt in yeah. system so you still will have to sign up and yeah. say yes i want to do this but i don't know if that is signing up and saying yes i have coronavirus tell everyone else or if that's signing up and saying Yes, I want to know if I've been in contact. I don't know if we'll just be automatically doing it anyway. It's just Mm. if you see the information a lot. Uh yeah. And and so in China, um, they've the government's been talking about maybe not making it opt-in and just forcing everyone to have this, which I mean, you know, when you're China you can do that, but um (laughs) it's a bit scary for the rest of the world. Uh so Hong Kong and Italians South Korea like that might
2: be more commonplace in China. Yeah. Mm, yeah,
0: exactly. So Hong Kong and South Korea have already um, started doing this and having a look at some other apps, not built by them uh, in a ways to try and stop this already. Um, so they, they're already going, but yeah, the rest of the rest of the world is slowly going to be catching up. So, mm, but yeah, privacy, I think, I think is going to be a big one.
1: I think it's interesting to see where, mm people actually or society draws the line in the sand because a lot of this stuff has already been happening. Like a lot of your Android phones or some of your Android phones, when you buy them straight off, straight off the bat default, it's yeah, they're tracking your location services to some, Mm. to some degree. And it's interesting to see that society is kind of okay with that or kind of turns a blind eye, Mm. but then I guess it just keeps keeps slipping more and
0: more. And also, I suppose at the moment, um, everyone's really willing to do it because of this (laughs) big problem. Uh, Whereas it'll be interesting to see after COVID-19, after coronavirus, all that stops, whether this continues as an app or whether this continues as a a service or if this sets like sort of a precedent for the future, uh, especially in the US. uh, Um, I
2: think think it'd be a precedent because... Well, I mean, the the coronavirus is very severe, right? Mm. Like it's it's so viral. Where I think I saw there was a particle, um, like simulation. So Mm. someone was coughing in uh, an aisle of a shopping market. They were coughing in one aisle. The spray from their cough reached over to, like, it traveled through the air to two aisles across so it sort of you know says like how how far do you actually need to stay away from people of course it'd be unlikely that you Mm. catch coronavirus from someone two aisles away but it's possible Mm, absolutely yeah how much space do we need to be keeping away from people especially if we can yeah i I wonder i wonder what has it or not
0: i wonder how far they say is an acceptable distance say on this app um or built into this software, they say, you know, you've come mm. this close or is it just if you've, you know, come within the Bluetooth distance? And, you yeah, know, that can be up to what is Bluetooth 30 metres or something, they sort of say, um, for low-level Bluetooth. So, you know, is, is that too close or is it sort of like everyone you walk past on on the street or is it just kind of like within those sort of two, three metre um Ranges. That I guess it's not looking are, for how many.
2: Yeah, are other are there details about how they're going to use the distance because you could do not not yet. I figured. I figured if I was designing it, I would make it so like, oh yeah, you've been around this person for
0: twenty yeah, x amount of time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right.
2: You You've spent you've spent this amount of time next to someone who mm. who who has it now, and then that gets tracked back. I guess yeah, but, everyone you walk past would be a bit probably more useless data than useful.
0: I don't know. I guess it's as soon as someone has it though, I mean, you know, they, you know, pushing out to every Android and every mm. iPhone. So that's essentially, you know, apart from maybe Hawaii phones now that have been kicked off the, the mm. Google train. It's kind of, that's pretty much every phone, you know, in, a, in Australia and America and all that. Uh, and so that's, that's a lot of data they're collecting as of day one that this gets released. And as soon as someone says, oh yeah, I've got it within you know seconds, they know every single person who's got it and can push out that notification to say, stay in isolation, which is exactly what it's meant for. But it sort of just shows the power of these companies in order to just be able to go, yep, yeah, we know exactly where you are. We know exactly who you've been in contact with, even if they haven't really allowed it till now, you know, it's so been- he
1: was actually viewing, the data, produces, the data is viewing the
0: data actually the <laughs> so apparently the, companies, the tech companies themselves. Apparently, I'd, be no I believe I believe
2: it a bit. Yeah.
0: Apparently, there'll be no master list be, of everyone, be, everyone who's been in contact. contact. Apparently, all of the Bluetooth um, IDs uh, will be scrambled constantly, so you won't be able to track the Bluetooth IDs. And also, they'll be stored on device. And apparently, from there, it'll it'll set tell you personally a notification. Whether there'll be a backdoor Google has, Apple has to say, "Mm, we told you go to isolation and you didn't, we're going to report you. I don't know whether the government will come out and say, no, we want to know everyone who has it or we want to know everyone who's been in contact, who has it. But at the moment it looks like um, the article I read looks like it will just be on device notifications. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah.
2: I'd imagine that that's something you can, you know, that's something that you can automate. Entirely, um,
0: yeah. As long as, uh,
2: database, as long as there's a database, as long as a database of like every tracked interaction, it might yeah, be. Well, uh, apparently,
0: there won't be data. Apparently, it will be on device, so it will just be stored locally. Mm. Um, but yeah, so that's a bit interesting, and you know, that'll be on the new iPhone that just got released. You always seen that one?
1: <laughs> <The> new- <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah
0: iPhone's back at it again after <laughs> a little break. Yeah, so I'd be surprised they put it out now. You know, no stores are open. But Oh well. I don't
2: think I I think right now it's a you know, temporary situation. The big thing is that they've they've outdone just about every Android phone of that price or above.
0: The, yeah, so this is this is the new iPhone yeah. S E I just called the iPhone SE. This is the iPhone it's SE the two iPhone competitor, yeah. um, um, prequel to the original iPhone SE. So it's the iPhone eight body uh, with the internals essentially of the um, iPhone eleven. So that's the A thirteen chip. Uh, so you know, and they're not we're not entirely sure on what camera yet. Uh, whether that's a camera pulled from the iPhone, it's eleven. Yeah, it's, it's a twelve. It's a twelve
2: megapixel camera.
0: Yes, yeah, so that's so. Possibly I believe the on the 11 iPhone camera. 11. Uh, yeah, yeah the iPhone 11 camera three. too many details on that, but um, they've said it's the best single um, camera system in a smartphone. Uh, is what Apple says. <laughs> Don't they say that every year? Oh, of course they do, but they have to. <laughs> but uh, but it's interesting that it's a single camera, um, and so like you know when you're putting it up against other single camera systems, there's not that many because Google and stuff have all gone to double camera systems, so they're not in the same <laughs> single camera in quotation marks
2: I, bracket. I wouldn't be comparing it to Google's flagship phones. Google has their, like They've the got their 4A, A series. The yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. That'd, be the, same, that'd be the, that'd be the phone range. in the competition. Mm. Yeah. And those have single cameras.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So you're not, I, I guess you, that's the thing is the price range and the, and the, um, money saving sort of specs that it's got. Um, in that sort of probably slightly cheaper camera and less RAM and low quality screen and everything, uh, is is those, you know, where they're saying that money brings it down. But, you know, when you're still running the same operating system and the same chip, uh, you know, you know, why would you buy the question comes up? Why would you buy, you know, the, the iPhone 11 pro or the iPhone 11 when you've got the same chip in the, in the 400 us dollar, iPhone SE.
2: Hopefully, it'll bring down the price of the flagship phones. I think that's the big news for me.
0: Yeah, you don't want really <laughs> to push it even further.
2: <laughs> oh, you have a cheap, you have a cheap phone. It's got, yeah, the the most powerful mobile processor available on the market for four hundred US. So mm. that it what that end up being about eight hundred. <laughs>
0: Seven yeah, or
1: 750, I think, like, so Australian 000, dollars. <laughs> Australian. Yeah, so That's your, cheap. your That's 64 cheap. gig is um, 750 Australian and your
0: 256 mm. is smack bang on a thousand. Yeah, so it's so it's 64, 128, 256 gig models. Yeah, yep. Yeah, so it's three which, which
1: hits a good little market there. It, yeah, it hits exactly where you want it to. So it's getting those more budget, the budget kind market. Yeah, mm. and it slides which, right in there with your budget um, pixel. Yeah, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. kind of your higher-end Oppos. Um, yeah, I was on and, the other day. The uh, which is
0: interesting because the yeah the OnePlus Plus Eight uh, and the OnePlus Plus Eight Pro have now you know they used to be the One used to be all. Um, all budget and they were, you know, not quite budget, but in between that very, very budget and that, that flagship. And now they've just been bumping up their prices and now they're really in that flagship um, sort of territory. And so, you know, they've just brought wireless charging uh, to their, to their new OnePlus 8 Pro uh, and uh, a, a new camera system. So that the things that they were um, saving money on before is no longer. So it's sort of like, they've gone, OnePlus has gone from this sort of where now iPhone is to the flagship and iPhone slowly coming down in price uh, and going into that sort of mid, mid-range phones.
1: I, I think it's absolutely ridiculous that they haven't, they've still got the bezels on I think they should have went to the new screen. It's
0: price though, it's the iPhone 8.
1: Well, yeah, that's the, that's, the, that's the problem. A
2: lot of the cost... So the actual overhead cost of all these all these new phones. A big reason why they're so expensive is because they're manufactured so well. You've mm. got these like those edge-to-edge screens. They're they're hard to make. The, in the, uh, I think it was yeah. So the X, the iPhone X when mm. that released. They, I guess it's been the same for all the recent mm. flagship iPhones. But they the way that they develop the screen is they have it bending. Over the automated yeah, edge of the screen yeah. and wraps so around. Come right to the
1: edge. <laughs> even even if that's it expensive. Ed- it's expensive to make. Even if it wasn't edge to edge, though, like I still think they could have made an improvement at least to the screen.
0: Like it's still more like more like the ad- iPhone 11 that has. The yeah, like
1: it's it's 2020 right on and the phone's close.
0: The phone already looks aged from the front. Yeah, but that's why it's cheap because cause apple i mean apple has it and they would have produced it for next to nothing but
1: that's and not so, that's not that's that's not apple though apple
0: but they don't use they make more money on their iphone 11s 11 pros they they want you to buy the, the most expensive one but oh, it's not, it's not, typical, apple. Pros, it's actually, not but, typical apple it's not typical
2: apple though well think it's the original move
0: for them it's the same as the five C and the original SE. You know, it's that. But that was that
1: was a few years ago. Now this is twenty twenty. I can get a seven hundred dollar, uh, you know, close to eight hundred, seven hundred and fifty dollar phone that's got a arguably more modern display mm. with screen with our Face ID or some version of Face ID. For just for around up. the same price, where I this guess, phone, you know, as Apple's brand of being the superior technology provider, it's it, it's not in line with their
0: usual. I guess they're they're loving their yeah, services line. at the moment, though. So if you it, it's it's this is just one entry to the ecosystem, and so you know if you can sell them this iPhone, and you know uh, you know they probably make a, a decent profit on it because you know, they don't have to do much R and D on it. So you sell them this iPhone into this ecosystem and then you sell them all these services on top that you're making big bucks on big, you know, um, big profits on if it's an entry and then, you know, they'll go, Oh, I really like this iPhone. I'll go buy a Mac. I'll go buy an Apple TV. I'll go buy a home pod. It's a, it's an entry into the, into the ecosystem. It's a cheap entry.
1: That's not the upper way. It's it, it's not it, it's not shining with the great products that the, the I think Steve Jobs.
0: In, <laughs> uh, yeah, but I think I, I think in. you see that since Steve Jobs has passed, you know, they no they are still and Johnny Ives as well. He just you know left a few months ago, and so their their big design pushes. I mean, you know, obviously their design is still really up there, but their big design drivers, Tim um, Steve Jobs and yeah Tony ives you know who were designed first every time that's beginning to slip out and they're you know they're slowly going to that slowly working their way in and they're realizing that the market it, they're driven by the market the market wants a cheap phone that's small that's what they're giving them do, do you think Apple's start to
1: slip do you think this is the start of maybe not the end but the end i don't of think year? i don't think this is a slip
2: this no a, I don't think uh, this is one still, of the biggest I mean, birthdays made.
0: Yeah still look at their new iPhone 11 Pro. It's still, you know, the best for video, you know, on on That
2: phone camera. has some of the is one of the best all-round performers available in the market. It's expensive, but it does yeah. just about everything top tier. You won't still, find, you know, a bad Thing about it really. you're there still might be comparing coming, every you know? new
0: phone to apple you're still saying oh what's the new oppo phone like compared to the iphone what's the new samsung galaxy 20 compared to the iphone you know it's it, there's still the market the market benchmark in terms of comparisons oh, yeah I one of the one, of the one of the most
2: important things that those comparisons come from is that ios is better supported for mm. way longer what four or five years support for their phones? Yeah, you don't I find think that on Android. Not even Google still... looks after their phones for that long. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it works so well on their hardware, you know that that iPhone SE could be an investment into a phone that lasts four or five years. Yeah,
0: it's absolutely. working
2: smoothly and fine. I'm. It might not be the most flashy, but it's cheap, and it'll be better than most than nearly every other budget phone you could buy right now. <laughs> Yeah, That's well, a huge, know. huge thing for the market in places like India. Mm, I'm not yeah, sure if yeah. they'll be allowed in China. <laughs> Maybe in the future. <laughs> yeah, as long China. as they're allowed in China, that'll be a big product. Yeah, big segment it might not be something that, you know, a tech enthusiast will buy, but it's huge mm. for Apple. And I it's going to you know, shake up Android a
0: lot. Speaking of that long-term support, you know, I just, I just bought a new iMac, a 2015 iMac. Um, mm. i5, 8 gigs of RAM. And you know, I was sort of tossing up. I was running an old iMac 2010, uh, and so that that was no longer supported with the newest iOS um, OS X software. But I was sort of tossing up. It was getting a bit slow, it was getting a bit old. I was tossing up between you know buying a brand new iMac and uh, and sort of buying a second hand one and maybe putting some upgrades into it. And I bought a yeah 2015 27 inch iMac, uh, and I'm going to upgrade to. Um, from eight gigs of ram to 32 i mean you know 32 is a bit excessive but running some of those sort of photoshop premiere pro um Mm -hmm. so that's one of the
2: that's one of the older ones you can still like yeah so it's still slim
0: it's it's still the same design as the the 2018 2019 models but um it's just older and you know it is it's still looking nice it's it has aged a bit again like you say with the bezels ben you know i'd like thin bezels but you know, it's still, it still looks like a, a current Mac and I'm, you know, I'm planning on, you know, I'm running Photoshop and stuff on it. And I'm planning on um, <coughs> planning on doing all my sound editing for this podcast on it, you know, get a bit of RAM, a new SSD in it. And it, you know, it's just supported for ages. Whereas, you know, not Android, the laptops cause they're not, but windows laptops, again, they just fall so quickly, you know, a few years after, Whereas Apple, you know, they, they that's why they keep their market value for just so long, because they're just supported for I, so long. Uh, yeah,
2: I just I just dream of a good Windows laptop.
1: <laughs> I dream, <laughs> it's of dream of it happening eventually. Yeah, you
2: you've, you've got a good, you've got a good, you know, a few good performers. You've got some nice designs coming out. Like the the ThinkPad laptops are really nice, but there's there's nothing as like slim and compact. <laughs> I guess the I guess that came you know at a fault with the twenty nineteen laptops. Those were overheating heaps mm.
1: from Apple. But I think you can argue that this there are some Windows laptops out there that are starting to hardware wise that are starting to catch, mm. if not overtake, uh, uh, Mac. Yeah, but like Mac still got the grip hold on the hardware and the software.
0: Yeah, the, it's think. the combination. And it's, you know, and that that line between, you know, like you saying the Surface, you know, tablet and uh, and laptop in, in one um, is getting very blurred with Apple as well because they just brought up the new iPad um, with uh, the new iPad Pro uh, with a new keyboard design uh, and the magic, uh, magic keyboard, the Apple um, keyboard has uh, a built-in trackpad now, the iPad. And so it's, it's not quite... A laptop because the, the cursor on the, on the screen is, is a, a opaque dot that snaps as you move around, it jumps and snaps to each thing. It's very, you know, but rudimentary um, sort of mouse using, but as the next, um, next generation of, of software comes out for the iPad OS, you know, it's, it's just going to blur that line even more. And so it's interesting to see, you know, which one will come first, uh, an i iP- a touch Mac or a or a, you know fully fledged iPad that can run some of the you know top op- um, top applications like Final Cut Pro and everything sort of which one will happen first or will happen I, at the same time?
2: I guess a touchscreen I guess a touch MacBook would be the first thing. But oh, I mean, just so against I don't know it. about you guys. I don't know about you guys, but I have never thought that. Oh, I really want a touchscreen screen. On my laptop that will be yeah. really useful Apple's so against touch screens oh. I just hate them if you don't need them I feel like it's just extra extra something to go wrong extra it's for <laughs> <yeah. laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: So I, I run something else t- to I, slow
1: down the system I want a three-in-one Dell with a, the with a touch touchscreen and mm. look honestly the amount I use it is pretty minimal but when
0: you do you use it for the right applications? It is quite nice. So the, the Dells don't detach keyboard, do they? They're not like a. they're not like the surface that completely the keyboard no, comes no. Off.
1: Oh, they might do some, but the yeah, yeah. majority of their lineup
0: is usually three in ones or traditional. Mm. So it's just being able to fold the keyboard all the way around. Yeah, um, yeah 180 degrees. Yeah. And do you do you use it in tablet mode very much?
1: The only time I use it in tablet mode is if, if I'm um I'm reading in bed. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. If I'm flicking through like a journal article for uni, mm. it's 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 handy when you've got it. But, but I it's not. Yeah, I'd still see it as essential. maybe as a bit of a gimmick.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No,
1: it's yeah, uh. I, I,
0: it's,
2: it's interesting. Had, it, it's had interesting a on my
1: laptop for four years. Didn't like ne- it. Never
2: thought, never think I used it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> never think I, I went,
1: eh, I'll use this over a mouse. But Love I think it. some of those surface lineups from Microsoft probably have the best bet out of anyone to beat. To compete At- with that. Sports. Yeah. Because yeah. some of those, some, some of those surface line computers are looking quite nice, mm. both software like and hardware. The, and especially the, yeah, being built by
0: Microsoft tabletop, tabletop. Uh, and being able to, you know, do that integration of, of software and hardware. Um, development together, it, it makes a big difference. You know, that, awesome. that's what Apple's had yeah. for years is just that optimization and that, you know, ex- extreme clean design uh, across, you know, the, the hardware and the software that just, you know, you pick up a Mac and you, you know it's a Mac kind of thing. But.
2: I feel like the big sort of stepping stone that Microsoft has to get over is that... You know, even compared to Apple, where people say, "Oh, that's some old hardware that they're using." Microsoft's, like their surfaces, the the big Surface Pro, like the tabletop type thing, they they use very old stuff. They've mm. got hard drives in it still. You know, low amounts of RAM, old uh, old graphics cards, and these computers are all you know glued up in metal casings. You can't. Can't adjust it. Can't change it. I feel like this <laughs> just going to hold it back from being a, a proper tool. Well,
1: let's say that, on. but well, similar computer, it. he just bought. What are your specs? It's running a 5K screen.
0: 5K screen. For. It's got an i5-6600, uh, and it's got 8 gigs of RAM, and then an AMD 2, 2.1, 2.5 gig. Um, GPU. So yeah, even today you can get
1: away with. It it obviously is good to have the latest and greatest, but you still can run a 5K screen with two gigs of Mm. GPU
0: power. Yeah, and I run I run two monitors off my Mac, plugged into the back, all running off that graphics card, Uh, and they're just 27 inch 1080P um, panels. But yeah, and I'm you know obviously being Mac on a gamer or anything, but it's yeah. you know, it doesn't stutter.
2: It doesn't fault. Mm. Like, yeah. What one of the? I guess the surface that interests me the most is the Surface Studio Two. If you guys look that up quickly, the it's it's basically a giant twenty-eight, you know, thirty-inch tablet. It's mm. got a movable a movable frame. You can lay it down flat, nearly flat on your table. It's got a it's a giant type screen. I think, oh. It's a 5k screen or something It's huge basically yeah. it Costs a lot of money
0: The I base model nice. is Five 000.
2: and a half thousand dollars And
1: This thing is
2: one generation From being fantastic One generation own. away the, Interesting the cards, that, yeah, the cards that they're using Are still a bit old so I guess the next generation Of it would be really insane
0: mm. Um Although, you know, on that sort of, you one know, Apple's future, it's kind of like they'll be going to ARM chips mm. soon, building their own um, gra- uh, CPU and graphics chips similar to the iPhone in the next couple of years, I reckon. A oh, mm.
2: couple of years.
0: Yeah, that's That'll be a big shake off. Yeah, you know, I, that'll mm. drop out, you know, Intel and AMD, you know, some of their biggest, biggest sellers is Apple, so it'll be interesting. Uh, I think the, oh,
2: the concept of Apple just coming out with a processor better than Intel and AMD is, is insane. If they just came out and said, yeah, we're we've got it. the best <laughs> processors. <I'd... laughs> oh. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, anyway, it's interesting. But um, yeah, we'll have to see what happens with the uh, COVID-19 app uh, and uh, see what happens in new iPhone, see some sales. For them, it'll be interesting. Uh, there's no stores open, so it'll be interesting to see those purchases online. Their sales. But, uh, yeah, yeah, their sales numbers from this this quarter. Anyway, good to chat to yeah. you, boys. Catch you on the next yep. one. Catch I'm you anyway. next week. See you next week, guys. See you.